weird. Hey, welcome to episode 289. Man, we're coming up on 300 quick. It's been a fun ride, too. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> Snap out of it, Siri. Hey, Craig. Hey. Monday. Monday. July the 1st. You know what that means? It means tomorrow I get my robot eyes. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow I get my. Well, I get one of my robot eyes. Tomorrow they're gonna shoot me in the head with a laser. <laughs> Hope not. They are. They got tomorrow. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go to the doctor's thing, right? Yeah. They're gonna put their foot on my head, and a guy's gonna come up. He's gonna spread my eyelids apart. Oh, gross! And he's gonna go phew, 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 and I mean that's just the noise he's gonna make. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the laser will come on and go. And you're gonna, you're gonna say, "Back up, you creep." He's gonna. He's gonna. And then the machine's gonna come on and go. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> that power goes out. He goes, well, <laughs> I'm about to use my laser pointer to fix your eyes. Where's that snake? The laser. Remember we talked about the laser snake? Snake. I'm kind of punchy right now. I'm so excited about my laser uh, robot eyes. Well, sure. That's pretty flipping awesome. Okay, but, but it's officially July, which means, Craig, the podcast awards are open yeah, for nominations yeah. right now. The guy that sits in his mom's garage and gives out awards. That means, listener, please, if you would, go what? to podcastawards.com. Who's a listener, please? And nominate Weird under the comedy yeah, we can't section. Be, we cannot be in the competition if you don't put us in the competition. That's right. This is not... The official competition doesn't start yet, but... You've got to get us nominated so we make it to the actual thing so we can lose. Play. <laughs> Yeah, so we can continue our streak of oh yeah, we're, bad we luck or whatever. So where do they go? They go to podcastawards.com, and you'll see the uh, the little nomination button there. Just click that, and uh, you may listen to some other of the podcasts that are listed. Go ahead and vote for as many as you want. We have friends that are on there, too, but... Uh, and maybe I'll come up with a list, but uh, maybe, until maybe then... Maybe not. We don't want competition. That's true. Until then, just please go vote for one. Right now, while you're thinking about it. Do it right now. Go to podcastawards.com. Is that it? Yeah, podcastawards.com. Podcastawards.com. Look for the, the the show Weird. Yep. And uh, vote, nominate us. And then even if you got friends that don't listen to the podcast, get them all out there Please. to nominate. And then send us a message that you have. We may have a contest or something. I have, we haven't talked about it yet. We did that last time, and it worked great. But uh, worked well, great until we lost. You'll lose. You'll get at least a great. Uh, we'll 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 thank you. How about you'll that? Get a, you'll get a Laurel and Hardy handshake. <laughs> All right, let's go over the rules so we can get started. Only true stories. When a bad guy is mentioned in a story by only two names, the reader must add Alan to the middle to complete the official bad guy name code. On reading a story with quotes, you've got to use the the person's accent that's, you know, in the story. Why you talk that way? Uh, To make you feel like you're there. You got all you can eat. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Only one official band name per episode her co-host. Hey, it's time to talk about PeltPerformance.com. Pelt. That's P-E-L-T Performance.com. Pelt stands for performance. Oh, you keep yelling. Stands for performance equipment leading technology. Pelt's a company that offers all kind of products to help enhance physical capabilities, whether you're a professional athlete 
or a weekend warrior, or if you're just an individual uh, just trying to perform your daily activities. I have a hard time just waking up in and the morning. I'm telling you, get some of these compression socks that they have. Um, Jason Fink got some, one of our super listeners. He got some, and I've got some, and you've got some. And what they do is they energize you. I mean, you put them on in the morning, and you've got more energy than you will ever remember having when you get home from work. They're amazing. They're affordable. And, hey, they're just good looking, too. And they squeeze your feet. <laughs> they squish them. You put them on your feet, and they squish them. Go pick out a pair of socks or a backpack or something, and at checkout, enter the code podcast and you'll get a 20 percent discount off your entire order that's peltperformance.com that's p-e-l-t performance.com now before we get to the top story tonight we, I've we, got we to don't have you, an album review this, I've this week i've got to give you aaron's album of the week now this one's hot off the press craig i ran out last friday no you took your car I, I drove out last friday left work went straight to grimy's our local record store yeah. and it's bought, not very clean in there it's very grimy. It, no, it is not. It's oh, awesome that's the in name. there. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought it was. It's an awesome record store. If you're in Nashville. Yeah, people love Grimey's. If, if you're in Nashville, you got to stop by Grimey's. It's so cool. It's over on Trinity Lane. Yep. They're not even paying for that endorsement. No, they're not. Uh, but I picked up the new Hollywood Vampires album. I think it's West Trinity Lane. Rise. And Hollywood Vampires, if you East don't know. Trinity Lane. It's Alice Cooper, Joe Perry, and uh, the pirate uh, from the movie. What? Yeah, the pirate from the Caribbean. East Trinity Lane is where it's located. So if you're in Nashville, go to East Trinity Lane, look for Grammys. Yeah. I don't know what pirate you're talking about. You know, Johnny Depp. Oh, he's in it? Yeah, he's in the band. And to me, it's just a new Alice Cooper album because he does most of the singing and it sounds, you know, it's his songs more or less. And on their first album, uh, they covered Schools Out and it was really cool. So anyway, Hollywood Vampires and Mind Glows in the Dark. I got I got one of the early so you can releases. Just sit in the dark now, listen to yeah. music in your blurry house, and you can watch <laughs> it go around in circles. I got one of the new releases uh, that glows in the dark. It's a double album, so I've got two glow in the dark discs with Alice Cooper and band. Okay, I give Rise ten out of five uh, Vampire Teeth. Wow, it's that good. What about just Vampire Blood? Nope, Vampire Teeth. Hey, hey, top story guest. Listen, from Lori. What about it? Isn't this from Lori? Is pretty, it? pretty sure this story is from Lori. I think she posted it and, and, she may and tagged have. you in it. She may have. I'm just trying to give her some credit here. Well, why? Darn it. I don't know. I really don't know why I try. Guests watch in horror as massive huntsman spider Ugh. eats a possum in their ski lodge. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, huntsman spider is not dangerous to humans, but they're gigantic. They're ginormous, man. And they drag things, mice, all kinds of stuff around. They're huge. <laughs> you got to watch your cats. And if you're in Australia, yeah, that's right. Might. This is the... Did you play the Australian? No, I did not. You you want to hear you this? Probably should. Size mania, right? Everybody wants to do is do the kangaroo. Come on, come on, come on, do it, do the big salute. I play roll minute. Do the paper test time. Okay, story. This is the last thing anyone would want to walk in on in their ski lodge. Well, I don't know about that. A man staying at a lodge in Tasmania, Australia, <laughs> witnessed a horrifying scene. A large huntsman spider eating what appeared to be a pygmy possum. <laughs> good grief. Aaron's band name of the night, Pygmy Possum. That's a good name. I like that. Thank you. 
The large arachnid clung to the side of the door, clutching its prey and creeping out its unsuspecting audience. Justine Ladin's husband, Adam, was... Adam Ladin. Sure. Was staying at the lodge. He said, that's not a spider. That's not a spider. And then he pulled out a a funnel web out of his pocket and said, it's a spider. (laughs) He was staying at the lodge when they spotted the unsettling scene. The sun reports... You think the sun would be busy doing other things like warming the, the earth. earth? Yes. She shared pictures her husband took of the spider uh, to Facebook, captioning the grizzly images with "possum eating spider," <laughs> taken by my husband at, at a Mount Field Lodge. After appearing on the social media site, the pictures quickly went viral and garnered thousands of shares. Justin Ladin told Fox News, "Big meat possums are quite common up there." That's Tom Mountain Field. We reckon the spider probably just saw an opportunity and went for it. It's one of the biggest huntsman spiders he'd ever seen. Wait. It was the about the size of a... The quotes didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and Tasmanian pygmy possums are the smallest of the pygmy possums, I believe. Oh, wait, he was still talking, actually. It was one of the biggest huntsman spiders he'd ever seen. And Tasmanian pygmy possums are the smart, uh, smallest of the pygmy possums, I believe. This one was about the size of a large walnut. But how big are the walnuts in Australia? <laughs> Nutty big. <clears throat> this occurrence is very unusual, I'm told. Huntsman spiders will sometimes take a small lizard, a frog. A frog. Just went, I went country Australian. It's okay. They're but from the mammals, south. But mammals are not their usual diet. They had to catch the pan, release them outside in order to open the door. But... No spiders were harmed in the relocation effort. What too about late. the pygmy possum? Too late for the possum. <laughs> Graham Millage, the manager of the Australian Museum of... I got all his albums. The, the <laughs> Graham Millage? Yeah. The manager of the Australian Museum uh, Arachnology Collection. Uh, that sounds like a good album collection, the Arachnology Collection. Spoke with that the Guardian. Alice Cooper, man. He's got, he's got a lot of spider That's albums. Right. He spoke with the Guardian who shouldn't be talking to anybody, probably should be guarding something. Those guys stand so straight. Uh-huh. And described the scene playing out in the pictures as rare. He said, it's the first time I've seen pygmy possum as prey. According to him, huntsman spiders usually eat small birds, frogs, and geckos. Oh, I hope they don't get the, the guy coming. Yeah, I wish they would, actually. Him and the <laughs> stupid Energizer rabbit. This isn't the only spider to pop up in an unexpected spot recently. A grandmother in England opened a box of grapes and found a, lar- a live tarantula inside of it. That's not a grape. That's really? A, that's a tarantula. Uh, Jillian Shivers <laughs> from Newark was about to give the carton of fruit to her grinch. Excuse me, grandchildren. You're right there, Otis. No, I'm just fine, Andy. Just give me the key. When she found the three-inch arachnid, SWNS, known as Swissens, reported, Shiver's husband, Tony, reportedly killed the spider with boiling water. What? Who has time to boil the water then kill the spider? What, do you think it was a crab? (laughs) They then placed the body in a plastic tub. The spider was eventually identified as a baby tarantula. It's unclear how it survived the trip to England from Chile, Chile. where the grapes apparently originated. Shivers bought... Uh, brought the spider and grapes back to the store where she got them, where they opened an investigation into the incident. I mean, it's just stuff just happens. Yeah, it happens. It's not like they were planting tarantula. I mean, you know, we talked about this. Oklahoma's got tarantulas. I'm sure they don't go around throwing them in the produce. No, they just happen to, they like grapes. And and they're not even poisonous. 
I think their bite, no, they're not. Their bite hurts. People put them in their mouths. I've seen that done. Well, that's just weird people. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely weird people. Okay, this next headline took me it's by about, surprise. It's about you. No, it's not about me. Headline is nearly half young oh, Americans. Oh, you're right, because you're not young. Nearly half of young Americans don't use or buy deodorant. I've been around them. Are, uh, this shocked me. I remember in third grade. Our teacher taught us, now's the time you need to start using deodorant. I was excited. I was like, yay. I was told when I hit a certain age and somebody in my family said, you need need to wear some deodorant. (laughs) I don't think I ever hit that age because of my third grade teacher. When it comes to smelling fresh, a new poll shows many young people are skipping an important step. Uh, YouGov.com poll found that nearly 40% of people ages 18 to 24 have not used deodorant in the last month. You know, you and I go to this store... There's all kinds of people that go there, the $5 yes, joint. absolutely. And I'm sorry, if you can afford to dig through a bin and pick up $5 items, you can afford a dollar bar of soap. No, they didn't say they didn't or use deodorant. Soap. No, I'm saying, you know what I mean? Some yeah. of those people oh, don't, those people, those people yeah, don't yeah. bathe. Right. And then deodorant, I'm sorry, you can buy the cheapest. You make an effort. Absolutely. That's you all I'm saying. cheap deodorant. Uh, I make my own deodorant. Works quite well. And you smell. And you smell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 48. What the gelfling stuff is you make? 48. It's got patchouli in it. <laughs> Gesundheit. I know. Whatever. 48% of them said that they haven't purchased deodorant in the past year. It's simply because they don't think they need it. Oh, you need it. Yes, you do. You need it. About 31% of 25 to 34-year-olds also haven't used it in the last month. And 30, 37% of 25 to 34-year-olds haven't purchased it in the past year. Well, now I see. I would have been checked. I would have been able to check that box. I haven't purchased it. In, I haven't purchased it in years. Again, we know. <laughs> I've got a great recipe. You, you know, what I, you know wonderful. I, you, you, uh, the, Go you, ahead. I'll tell you secrets on this show. Go ahead. You know what I've decided is probably one of the best deodorants out there to buy. Do tell. It's it's actually marketed for women. A secret. Shh. You're not supposed to tell. That. It's 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 strong enough for a man, but it's made for a yeah, woman. Yeah, that's right. But it's uh. How'd you find that out? Did you run out? Yeah, the wife had some. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm out of deodorant. And, and I was like, this stuff evaporates, it works, and it doesn't leave stains on your arm, under your shirts and oh, stuff. Oh, neither does mine. Well, because you just smell. I, mean, I you, don't you smell. Have, you have like a, you have like that, that, that dust bowl around you when you walk. <laughs> I don't have a dust bowl. No, but, but uh, it's a little pricier, but I don't, I don't care. It, so I, you wear secret. I, it's, it's not a secret now. <laughs> It, it works. I had, I had so many other ones that were just lousy. At least and I don't smell like flowers. People like flowers. <laughs> you know what people don't like? That onion patch you got growing. <laughs> Whatever. Only 22% of 35 to 44-year-olds and 16% of 45-year-olds and older don't wear deodorant. I'm proud to say I'm a grown man and I wear a woman's deodorant. The same survey found most Americans... Do you think that was really vulnerable just then the way I said that? Yeah. The the same survey found most Americans are also split on whether to wash their hair every day. Now, that's a little different. That's completely different. Completely different. Some people have very... I, I tend to have oilier hair. Yeah. And I can't go more than every other day. To wash my hair. I wash mine every morning. It's just a habit. Well, because yours is nasty. It goes with the, <laughs> your mom's going to come at me is, like man. a spider monkey. Back up, you <laughs> creep. Um, so I, my hair, you know, I, I, I'm like, what? But some people can't because it'll, they actually feel like it'll damage their hair. Sure. If they, especially you know, women. And are, they say oh, shampooing daily harms your hair. Yeah, but uh, but that's a lot different than people just not taking the time to 
take care of the smelly Correct. pits. Yeah, yeah. Are we done with that? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what? What happened? A live rat fell from the ceiling of a Buffalo Wild Wings and landed on a customer's table. A live rat. Okay, stop it, guys. <laughs> guys, can we kill the band, please? Guys. Kill the band? <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys, a live rat fell from the ceiling of a Buffalo Wild Wings in Westchester and landed on a customer's table before lunch was served. No, I say was lunch was served. <laughs> the rodent's presents, he brought presents. <laughs> I guess wee little hat, wee little, a wee little suitcase. And I'm had sorry bunch of presents to disturb your lunch, but I brought presents. <laughs> uh, it appears to have been linked to construction near the eatery. That's no excuse. No. The restaurant closed voluntarily for cleaning and sanitation. Burned it down. <laughs> Alicia Norman, the diner who witnessed the creature fall onto oh. her table, posted photos of the rat lying stunned on her menu. <laughs> Just shaking his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> She also posed with the restaurant's grade A rating. Okay, give him a break. Really? I knew the rat was going to be injured because it hit like a Mack truck. Norman it told KBS. On the way down, I went. <laughs> the manager piled the rat onto a plate, covered it with another, and covered it with a hollandaise sauce, sprig of parsley, covered it with another, and After dumped they it into a bag. The presents. Norman's lunch was compensated. Norman was visiting from Texas and didn't expect to uh, expect the live edition. Well, being from Texas, you you expect rats at falling on your table. Bigger you? rats, yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. I was just trying to watch soccer games. She wrote on Facebook. You know, I was at. Uh, we talked about this, I'm sure, at the time. But you know, I was at a subway out on the other side of Nashville. Yeah, I had cockroach following me. Oh my god! I'm sitting there eating your sandwich. And all of a sudden, they were laying up from the top of the thing. Dang. I look over, I felt something on me. I was like, what the heck? I looked at it. was like, oh. Did you get uh, cops? Did they, they cop your lunch? I thought they said I get the cops. <laughs> did you call the roach cops? Well, did you get free lunch? No, nah, I didn't make a big deal. Yeah, he went, in, he went in my food. He just fell out of the, the nest that was above me. <laughs> <laughs> Headline is, in revenge at Neighbors, Taiwan man takes a dump in the common water Wouldn't tank. would be Taiwanese? It would be. Most people resolve neighborly disputes by talking it out or going to a mediator. But an elderly man in Taichang, Taiwan, took matters into his own hands. Uh, he dumped excrement into the apartment <gasps> building's so water tank. So it was tank. basically... Uh, pretty much. Oh, you're, <laughs> so, you're the worst at this game. Now I don't know. Oh, there it is. Surprise. In the band meeting tonight, we had, we discussed the uh, the soundboard. If I had a real professional soundboard, I would know where all these buttons now, are. Here, here's the thing. That's a lie. That's not a lie. It's your soundboard. I've you, had real professional you, soundboards you in the radio set, business. I knew where the buttons you were. You set the soundboard up. You should know where they are. Well, this one's got little bitty tiny buttons. And there's no color uh, distinction or anything. Well, you know what? You're not going to have robot eyes like I'm going to have That's either. True. I'll be able to see That's through true. your iPad over there. Oh, I'm sorry. Your whatever it is. <laughs> this and whole thing started when 69-year-old Lynn started leasing part of his home to telco companies to place their base stations. He was paid about 525 U.S. dollars per month. The equipment was installed without his neighbor's knowledge, and they lodged a report in 2017 to have it removed. Upset over the loss of income. More like logged a report. (laughs) (laughs) Upset over the loss of income, he hatched a plan to get back at his neighbors. 
They soon noticed, Craig, that their tap water had a strange smell. <laughs> and some residents suffered from allergies like crap <laughs> after drinking the water. When building management checked CCTV footage, that's a great channel. Yeah. You know, I love CCTV. CCTV. Yeah. Yeah. They found the answer. Between June 2017 and July of 2018. We're talking a full year. So these are probably like in... This is probably like in New York, they have water towers all over the tops of the buildings. Have yeah. you ever noticed that before? Yeah, I have. Uh, I don't know exactly how that works, but... Found a body in one I one guess time. I didn't. Somebody did. I guess maybe... Yes, yeah. I remember that. Uh, uh, weird, uh, weird story. But we, they, I think we actually covered that, We might that, have covered we? that. But the, I guess it, it's to help with water pressure, maybe? It, it gets pumped know. up into the tower, and then the, the building gets that... So anyway, know. between June seventeen stuff up, I don't even know. And July of two thousand eighteen, Lynn was seen climbing the ladder to the apartment's building's water tank. He, they got to find his body in it. I show you special water. You take away my money, I give you a little something. That's actual audio from, uh, from Mister Lynn. Very authentic. He was reported again. It's just to make you feel like you're there. He was reported <clears throat> to have urinated, defecated, and bathed in it once a month. Surprise. Suddenly, you know where the button is. A sample of the water was sent to laboratory for testing. Results showed heightened levels of ammonia. <laughs> when neighbors confronted was it Lynn. because the tower was on top of the building it was heightened? Yeah, or was that... it was heightened. Oh, yeah. When neighbors confronted Lynn about the water tank, he told them, Oh, you lucky you didn't die from drinking that water. With evidence at hand, the building management called the police. In court hearings, it was revealed that Lynn did much more than tamper with the building's water supply. He also damaged the building's lift control panel and water pipes in 2018. In his defense, Lynn said, uh, Lynn said that uh, drinking water tainted with urine, well, it couldn't hurt somebody. It's not going to endanger a person's life. You know, that wasn't even a quote. You just read that. But the judge disagreed with him, saying there, that was potential for such excrement to contaminate affect the public health. Health? Health. The elderly My man health. was eventually sentenced to 20 months in jail and fined. 1,600 or 160 NTs or something, whatever that was. Hmm. Yeah. Hey. What? I pity this headline. Do you? Thought it was a dog, says singer arrested for keeping bear as a pet. (laughs) Is it illegal? I guess it is. Last week, a Malaysian singer was arrested for keeping a wild bear in her home. Uh, However... She insists she thought the animal was a dog, not a sun bear. It's a dog. You would know because if it's a sun bear, it's very bright. Very bright. Yeah. Very hot. hard to sleep at night. Hot. Very, very hard to sleep. <laughs> according, okay. According to Asia One, Zara Sophia, yes, a very good person. She's wonderful. Claimed in an interview. You, you left out her last name. Oh, Zareth Allen Sophia. No, yeah. no, oh, Yasin. No. What? What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yasin claimed in an interview that she found the bear nearly two weeks earlier and picked it up, hoping to nurse it back to health. What a cute little dog. Ow! It was a nighttime when I found the bear cub in a weakened state by the side of the road, and I thought it was a dog. The 27 year old uh, said to Cosmo. Kramer? And, Cosmo Kramer in a report published on Sunday. The former contestant on reality show Rockanova also also explained to the star. First, she's talking to the sun. (laughs) She's talking to the star. Said that she did not intend to break the law. I know the bear cannot be reared. It can't be kept as a pet, she said. I only want to save the bear. A dog. 
Yeah, the dog. I, I, mean I have dog. no intention of exploiting it. You mean like put it in a dress and make it go on the road? Or exploding it. She also added that she wanted to hand the... What? She... Wait. She also <laughs> added that she wanted to hand the bear, which she named Bruno, over to a zoo once it regained its strength. It is true that I went home for Hari Raya. Oh, Hari Raya. But I didn't let him starve. I fed him with some food, she told the star. I was worried about sending Bruno to the zoo while he was ill because the animals there look skinny. <laughs> On Friday, the Department now she's of Wildlife. shaming the animals at the zoo. I know. On Friday, the Department of Wildlife and National Parks Peninsula. That's like something we would say in Tennessee. The Peninsula. Head on down to the Peninsula. The Peninsula. <laughs> Malaysia raided Miss Yassine's condo in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, remember Kuala Lumpur? Mm-hmm. The, the, the cartoon on the web? Kuala mm-hmm. Lumpur. Anyway. Yeah. The raid occurred. You don't remember. I don't. The raid occurred after someone shot and posted a video of the bear. Why would they shoot the bear? And uh, sticking its head out of the condo's window, crying out for help. He said, hey, boo boo. Someone He's, give me a hand. Uh, hey, you're going to get a picnic. <laughs> I smell apple pie. No, get that picnic a basket. <laughs> hey, boo boo. <laughs> Somebody give me a hand here. I've been held captive. <laughs> Something about butter in his necktie. Because <laughs> he wore a tie. Alex Hogan's been saying that, by uh, the way. <laughs> well, it's, and, and for Alex, yeah. the line is because part of it got left out it's one more peep out of you, Weisenheimer, yes. and I'll butter your necktie. Yes, that's it. Uh, the video led to many criticizing the singer on social media, accusing her of keeping the animal trapped for uh, for selling it illegally and allegations and allegations she denies. I have business to run during the day and night. I sing. When do I have time to sell animals? <laughs> she asked the star. The star said, I don't know. <laughs> what do I look like? Your agent? This is no way I make living. Animals like that are not for sale. Adelani is. This one, what's with the bears tonight? Uh, the bears. The bears. Well, if I'd known this, we would have had Wigglesworth on. <laughs> this comes to us from Mark Patch. Headline is, bear enters home and settles in for a nap in the closet. Uh, you guys got any food? <laughs> Authorities say a black bear somehow locked itself. Uh, first of all, that's racist. <laughs> inside a Montana home and then nestled into the closet shelf that wasn't too hard, wasn't too soft. I, but see, just I right see what they did there. For a nap. Missoula County Sheriff's officials say that the bear just yawned when deputies knocked on the window and unlocked the door and attempt to coax it to leave Friday morning. No, I was actually yawning. It had nothing to do with the story. It said, hey, Popo. Hey. It's the Popo. Did you bring me another little picket to go basket? They had to call Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Department officials who tranquilized a, the bear. It may be a bad impersonation, but it's fun. They tranquilized it so it could be relocated. So two days later, it woke up in the middle of the forest going, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's my tie? <laughs> Officials, and my hat. <laughs> officials say in a Facebook post that deputies responded at 5.45 a.m. to a call that a bear opened the door to the Butler's Creek mudroom and somehow locked the deadbolt once. It's, that's a smart bear. Somehow. I just slid the thing over. <laughs> they said, we thought it was a dog. They say the bear began ripping the room apart before climbing up into the closet for a nap. I pity the next headline. This one's a scary one, by what the way. What you talking about, headline? <laughs> You're the one that makes me say something before every one of them. Well, it, it separates stories. we got to have these. 29-year-old video game addict tries to poison his family after the Wi-Fi was unplugged. Poison. Good band. Wow. No, they wouldn't. Oh, yes. A video game addict has been accused of trying to poison his family after they unplugged the Wi-Fi to stop him from playing uh, in their home in 
Sisiket, Thailand. Twenty-nine-year-old Sak Duanjan, good job, reportedly returned home drunk and started playing uh, playing games at a high volume on his smartphone. <laughs> While his parents were trying to sleep last Thursday, his stepfather, Chakri Kamurang, 52, he's your age, got out of bed and switched off the Wi-Fi to prevent further disturbance from Duanjon. Did you say Sack Allen Duanjon? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was okay. Sack yeah. Allen Duanjon. Well, I don't know how to pronounce Allen in that. In that. <laughs> it's Allen. Oh, right, 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 right. The pair got involved in a serious argument after the Wi-Fi was turned off and even went close to throwing blows. Oh. <laughs> oh, that went hit you. I saw your hair move. Well, you're bust stinky. It's <laughs> like octopus. But they ended up going to bed thinking it was all over. According to Mail Online, his mother, Suban Duanjan, 51, discovered, she's my age, discovered sure. lethal pesticides left floating on the water inside the family's well the next morning. Oh, well. She said she discovered the poison uh, on vinyl and moved on to <laughs> CDs later. When she By the, the way, Craig, I'm up to the P section in my albums. And, mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as I get done with Pink Floyd, Poison is next. Wow. Well, yeah, I've already that, finished Petra. That's a shame. Yeah, it's great. It's what it is. I got two good Poison albums. Open up and say ah, and look what the cat dragged in. Can't wait. Going to have to. Hey, can I? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, story. ahead. Go ahead. She discovered the poison when she went to collect water for cooking rice. Stereotype. I saw my son went downstairs and putting something on jaw around it's two a.m. Stereotype. They do cook rice. I know. <laughs> it was comedy. I was just trying to add something to it. You know. I saw my son went downstairs and putting something in jaw around two a.m. Then I asked myself, Why am I outside at two a.m.? <laughs> I asked him what he was doing. He didn't answer me. And returned to his room, so I let it go, and I went back to bed. You'll find out tomorrow, old man. I still didn't believe that he could do this. I know he gets angry very easily. We tried our best to deal with his anger, but this time it has become too much. I had to club him in the head. <laughs> no, I added that part. Yeah, but if your son tries to poison you, that is, yeah, that's, yeah, that's time to that. do something. Duanjan later admitted he had put poison in the family's water supply because he was still aggrieved after being prevented from playing his smartphone game. They should have picked up a smart, his smartphone thrown it in the well. Yes. According to uh, Mrs. Du, uh, Duanjan, the family called the local authorities for help in curbing the son's violent behavior. The mother added, we wanted government offices to take him for treatment at the hospital because we don't want to live in fear of one when he attack us again. He plays on his phone so much. I think it's what makes him stress. It's hard to stop him. He's a grown boy now. Yeah. He should probably move out and get his own place. Yes. And on phone. $10 says they pay the bill. <clears throat> you get $10? Phone bills are, are difficult. I mean, phone game. Phones in general can mess you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you get, well, first of all, kids are growing horns. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Ah. Oh, man. We're already here. It's the top 10. Mark Patch top 10. Top 10 groupies hanging outside the window. <laughs> okay, we don't have 10. We have one or two. Top 10 most dangerous animals, including mythical and extinct animals. Oh, this will be a fun one, right? Ready? Yeah. Number 10. Yeah. Release the Kraken. 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 Number 9. Top 10 most dangerous animals, including mythical and extinct animals. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. The what? The Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus <laughs> 
the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. Yes. Number eight, the Great White Shark. That's a real one that still lives today. Number seven, not a real one, Predator X. Is that from the movie? Yes. What the heck? Number six from the top ten most dangerous animals, including mythical and extinct animals, Megalodon. Wasn't that one of uh, Branflake's uh, yes, favorite bands? Yes. Uh, number, number five of the top ten most dangerous animals, including mythical and extinct animals, a werewolf. Have you seen the video on Reddit and around the web where... The guy, whoever it is, is in their car. It's pitch black, just the headlights in front of them, and this wolf walks up out of the snow past their car. It looks the closest thing to American Werewolf in London I've ever seen. Oh, and that's it's, a, it's a real animal. That's creepy. And I'm thinking, if you think for just a minute, you go, wow, can I just imagine people turn into werewolves? That's what it looks like. That's, no, I don't want to think. No, I don't it's like creepy. That it's creepy. N- number four, one of the coolest animals ever, mythical or not. And biblically speaking, one of these is actually described. Absolutely. It truly yeah. is, which kind of makes me think. And it's not in Genesis. It's in um, <clears throat> it's in another book. Yeah, it's 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 ready for the number four dragon. Number three, top 10 most dangerous animals, including mythical and extinct animals, human. Yeah, we're pretty dangerous. Could be. Uh, number two. Yeah, they could make it. They could make up their minds. They put two together. Which slash wizard and the number one. Top 10 most dangerous animals, including mythical and extinct animals, vampire. Well, how scary is a vampire? You wa- all you do is walk around with some garlic around your neck. Couldn't that be a, a, a one in three? I mean, because vampires are human, right? No, they're undead. Well, they're undead humans. What, they're undead? Humans. They can't even look in. They can't we already look had in. human. Well, no. Now, I werewolf, think, I, I'll give you. I think that's making a comment that humans are just dangerous. People, just regular everyday humans. Really? You know what's not on this list because he's not dangerous? The mummy. What's he going to do? Chase you slowly <laughs> down a corridor? He's undead, too. Yeah, but he's also just... Wrapped up in toilet paper. Sarcophagus. Episode 289 is done. Hey, don't forget to go out and vote for us at podcastawards.com, please. And then send us a note on Facebook or, or email letting us know the chance. More money. Go to weirdnewspodcast.com. You can leave us a message right there. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Back up, you creep.